Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Good morning, Andrew. Hello, Edwin. Continuing on this week in Psalm 56. Yes, sir. It's just been seriously beautiful. I I mean, I hate to say that, and I guess there's a lot of psalms that I feel that way about the more we go through them. But studying this one and going through it again and again and again to write the blog post that we mentioned yesterday at the Written Devo that you can find in the show Show notes. notes. Uh, But then also reading through it with each one of these discussions man, it's it's actually becoming very meaning. I mean, m- much more meaningful to me than than I thought. You know, right. it's not just, hey, one more psalm to get through on text talk. I really like the psalm. And I think for me, it has something to do with it's it's just a good it's a good length for a psalm. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that are longer for me, I kind of get lost in the parallelism and you know, but this one is good. This one's punchy and and coming back around to the themes, uh, it it sticks in my mind. Yeah, I'm not sure that it's become my favorite, but man, it's just really, really meaningful. Why don't you go ahead and read it for us again? What are you going to read? Yeah, so I have uh, the NIV here today, the New International Version, and I'll be reading Psalm 56 from it. For the director of music, to the tune of, a dove on distant oaks, of David, a mictum, when the Philistines had seized him in Gath. Be merciful to me, O God, for men hotly pursue me. All day long they press their attack. My slanderers pursue me all day long. Many are attacking me in their pride. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I will not be afraid. What can mortal man do to me? All day long they twist my words. They are always plotting to harm me. They conspire They lurk, they watch my steps, eager to take my life. On no account, let them escape. In your anger, O God, bring down the nations. Record my lament. List my tears on your scroll. Are they not in your record? Then my enemies will turn back when I call for help. By this I will know that God is for me. In God, whose word I praise. In the Lord, whose word I praise. In God I trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? I am under vows to you, O God. I will present my thank offerings to you. For you have delivered me from death and my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. That very last verse there, the deliverance comes not simply so I can have convenience, not simply so I can have pleasure, not so that I can just live a little bit longer, but so that I can live before God. Yeah, to walk in the light of life. It makes me think about just Israel in general as they are delivered from Egypt. As you walk through those 10 plagues and the dickering and bartering that Moses and Pharaoh do, mm-hmm. what I really discover there is that the reason God delivered Israel from Egypt and brought them into the promised land is not so they could just be in the land and do whatever they wanted, right? but so that they would be free to worship God his way. So they mm-hmm. would be free to walk before Yahweh, their God, mm-hmm. in the way that God asks of them. And we find that exact same thing here in this psalm. You've delivered me so that I can walk with you, yeah. so that I can be with you, so that I can be before you. And that's that's the purpose of the deliverance and, and yes. recognizing that. Yes. 
Yeah, not just uh, letting him off the hook for him to go do his own thing, right? but the trust in God. So here's a time when the enemies are near, and uh, he describes they're plotting, they're lurking, they're really out to get him, but he's going to trust in God. And and so, right, I don't stop trusting in God because the enemies are abated. I continue my trust and I continue my walk in God. One of the things I did pick up there in your NIV that you just read, in verse 5, it brings up that word plotting. I, I can't remember if one of the other translations did or not, but I really caught it today. Re- read verse 5 again in the NIV. Yeah, of course, verse 5 here. All day long they twist my words. They are always plotting to harm me. That That reminds me of Psalm 2 as it talks about the plots and plans of all the nations and the other kings as they rage against God and his anointed. And we, we actually already brought that up earlier in the week, but here we see a specific connection between those two psalms, that yeah. the peoples, the nations, the, the nations. kings of the people, they need to give homage to the Son. They need to kiss the Son. They need to submit to the anointed of yeah. the Lord. Otherwise, God is going to bring his wrath and his judgment upon them. And, uh, and you know, and, and I think it's good that we see this also, that this is kind of for the nations or about the nations, because as we've pointed out, he's also being chased by Saul, you know, his own brethren in that respect are turning their hands against him. He's been betrayed by people close to him. Some of those Psalms are about that, but this is more forthright about being in the hands of enemies and of known enemies, and and he needs God's deliverance here. So while I'm talking, I see you looking something up there. Is, is there something that you were catching before I jump into what I wanted to bring up here? Well, I was just going to say I do like that word plotting also, and I was sort of comparing with a couple other translations. Okay. The New King James uh, uses the word that their thoughts are against me for evil. Mm, yeah. I think plotting captures that. Sure. That idea absolutely. pretty good. Plotting, slandering. And when people plot and slander, when people attack and injure, a natural response to that, we've already talked about the fear this week. Yeah. But part of that is also discouragement, mm-hmm. sorrow, yeah. sorrow, sadness. Yeah. And we find that again, David highlights here that in his times of fear, in, in, as, as this is going on, it's, it's not just trembling, stammering, stuttering, but David has spent time crying. Yeah. David has spent time. This, this, this has prompted from David tears. Yeah. You know, it was interesting. I I felt like a couple of the translations we had read this week talked about tears in a bottle. Yes. The, uh, NIV talked about tears on your scroll. Right. Um, which again is this idea of accounting, right? Keeping track, recording these things. Go ahead. What does your say? What does the NIV say in verse eight? Yeah. So uh, verse eight here, which was different than what we read. Record my lament. List my tears on your scroll. Are they not in your record? Right. I, I understand that there are again translational issues. However, most of the things I've read have said that this particular one, jar, bowl, bottle on that middle line, mm-hmm. is really much more accurate. So it's surprising that the NIV has has taken that to be scroll. scroll. But that's because they're tying it to the issue of book mm-hmm. in the next line. Right. But but here is the idea. And my understanding, and you would probably know this better than I, because you've been there and yes. I have not. But my understanding is an archaeological digs in the Middle East, they have actually found things that were 
tear bottles. Yeah, I've seen them. Where where folks would <laughs> where, since, since see, you mentioned I knew, it, <laughs> I knew, I knew. So did it make it more real for you? Yeah. Did it make the psalm more real for it you? It did, and that's what you appreciate. That's about what it, I appreciate I about it. Yes, well, I, well, I mean, it did because I was like, hey, I know exactly what he's talking about. I see one of those. Yeah, there's there are tear bottles, and he says that the Lord has has captured those tears. In a bottle. I always, I, I mean, I hate to say this, but when I read this psalm and I get to that tears in a bottle, I have to tell you, I always think of Jim Croce's song, Time in a Bottle. Yes. If I could save time in a bottle, I'd, I'd save every day so that I could spend it, well, I mean, not with you, Andrew, but there are people I would spend it with, you know, like Marita and my kids. But here, it's tears in the bottle. I'm going to save these, I'm going to have a record. Mm-hmm. And, and here, every time I see that bottle, I see the sorrow yes. that you have endured. Yes. I see exactly how traumatic that time was. Yeah, it's a, it's a mark to the morning. You know, you, you think about, here's this bottle, and what, what were those tears about? Right. Was it about the passing of a loved one? Was it about the fall of your nation? Was it, you know, what, 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 what was the sorrow here? Tears embarrass us. Mm. In fact, you know, we've had these statements throughout our culture, big girls don't cry, men don't cry. And then people have have pushed back on that and say, no, real men cry and eat quiche. And, you know, real women cry. And it's gone back and forth in our culture. But here, here is David, man of God, man after God's own heart. He's facing this time. And tears. And here's what he knows. And this this to me is just one of the most comforting things that I find in Scripture. While tears embarrass us very often, God keeps track of our tears. God mm. sees our tears. He does not overlook our tears. He does not dismiss our tears. He does not ignore our tears. He he captures them. He sees them. What, what the enemy has brought against us that has led us to these tears, he is keeping track of that. And so that when the time of vengeance against the enemy comes, God knows exactly why they deserve yeah. vengeance. And, and when the time of comfort comes, God knows exactly how much comfort comfort we need because he's recorded it. He's kept track of it. Yeah. It's a beautiful turn of phrase, beautiful imagery here. Um, reminds me a little bit of something we talked about earlier with even the numbers, uh, excuse me, the hairs on our head are numbered before God. Yes. He's not missing anything right? in his care and in his providence for us. Uh, it seems like David, though, is, is appealing to these records. I know you know. Mm. I know that you have been watching. I know that you're aware. I know that you're counting these things um which, you know which is the opposite of the feeling of being forsaken uh, you know that where is god god's not there that's not exactly what david's saying god hasn't acted yet but he's appealing to god i i know you're near yes. i know you're seeing all these things and your record is complete the, the idea, what you're bringing up there is really important because the idea that if God were really with me, I'd never suffer, suffer anything that would cause tears. What we see from David is, no, he understood God was with him. Yeah. God was allowing this time of tears, but God was keeping track of it. Mm-hmm. God was recording it. This concept of the book where that that last line, all the translations have that with the book. We see the concept of records in a book multiple times 
throughout Scripture. So in Exodus 32 and 32, as Moses is praying on behalf of Israel, he offers for God to blot him out mm-hmm. of his book. And God, of course, says, look, I will I will blot out of my book who I decide to do. Here's, here's the record that God the is record, keeping. Yeah. In Job 19.23, Job says, oh, that my words were inscribed in a book. Mm. And how ironic, because of course we just read that in a in a book called Job? In a book, yes, yeah. In Psalm 69, 28, talks about those who are blotted out of the book of the living. In uh, Psalm 139, verse 16, in your book were written the days that were formed for me. Mm. God has a record. In Daniel chapter 12, in verse 1, it talks about how he's going to deliver everyone whose name shall be found written in the book. In Malachi 3.16, it talks about a book of remembrance of those who feared the Lord and esteemed his name. And of course, the place where most of us today remember it at the end of Revelation in chapter 20 and verse 12, that when he sees the nations gathered before the books books are are opened. And we, we recognize that as the book of life and the books of God's law and the books of whose names are recorded. And I think what we find is those tears... Mm. Those tears are recorded in those books. God keeps track. And in his book of remembrance, in his book of records about us yeah. and about our life, and he's paying attention. Mm-hmm. What what causes our tears? Yeah. But what I remember is Jesus kicked off his kingdom manifesto by saying, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom. And yeah. then number two, blessed are those who mourn. mourn. What's the blessing? Yeah, they shall be comforted. They shall be comforted. Yeah, praise God. God sees your tears. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think we need to wrap up with that. Yeah, we should pray about that. Holy God, thank you for seeing my tears. Thank you for keeping track and keeping record. And thank you, Lord, that you comfort. And thank you for... If, if, if those who cause those tears do not turn to you and find their comfort in you, Lord, I thank you for you're the one that takes vengeance because I know you will do it appropriately and properly. Thank you for seeing our tears. It's through your son, Jesus, who we know wept as well, who understands, who has experienced what we've experienced. It's through him that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.